Hello and welcome to this another edition of Words from the Word of God. Thank you for joining me today. Happy Mother's Day to all mothers. I just want to give you a heartfelt happy Mother's Day today, and I hope you each and every one have a blessed day. I just want to give praises unto the Lord for the uh, recent doctor visits and that we had just finished receiving this past week, and that that uh, explains the time between the lapse of bro- of time between broadcast of recent uh, for this past week. And I know my brother Anton Light, he has filled in and the Lord has blessed through speaking through him. Uh, and I just want to thank him uh, for his faithful service to the Lord in this ministry. But I do want to say happy Mother's Day uh, to all mothers today. And again, I pray the Lord's blessings be upon you and your families and your children. As we move forward in the study of the word of words from the word of God, I want to begin to look at the assurance of the gift of the Holy Spirit. In the last few broadcasts concerning uh, being born again, born from above, we have looked at that in great, great detail in the Word of God, and it has been confirmed to us through Scripture, through God's Word, not our words, but through God's words, through the, 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 from the words from the lips of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that we must be born again, born from above. And the way that happens and the way that can, we can be born again and born into the family of God and born of the Spirit is to place our faith in Him and His finished redemptive work there on Calvary's cross where He shed every drop of His precious blood in the ground there for you and for me for our sins. For the sins of the world were placed upon Him and in some supernatural way God fired down his judgment upon his own son. If you remember what he said there on the cross, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Folks, it was not. It was not. And I repeat, not the nails that held him to that cross. It was his great love for us. For he said, greater love hath no man than this, than a man lay down his life for his friends. But Our Lord and Savior, and I want to refer back to the Gospel of John today uh, for this message. The Gospel of John, we'll read several scriptures here today. But our Lord and Savior has given us so many assurances of the spiritual life, the spiritual life that we can have, and how that life was provided for you and for, for me for all of mankind, through his death, burial, resurrection, and ascension. And these are the things that we will be looking at today. Jesus, and I love the Gospel of John, as I've I've said probably many times, you know, between chapter 12 and on over to 21, John seems to really kind of slow down in his record and begins to give us a detailed record of what the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, assures the disciples of and us as well. A disciple is no more than someone that follows a teacher. And sinner friend, if you're out there and rejecting Christ, you need to understand these all of what Christ is giving the assurance of today and every every verse of scripture here is for you as well. You can receive Christ. 
All you have to do is repent of your sins. That means to turn from your sins, change your mind that leads to a change of action in your life and place your faith in Christ and his redemptive work on the cross. Jesus said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, listen, sinner friend, whosoever, it doesn't matter who you are, what you've done. Don't worry about cleaning yourself up to try to get good enough for God to save save you through Christ. No, all you have to do is call upon his name and ask him, confess him as the risen Savior, the risen Son of God. And accept his finished redemptive work and his blood there for the washing and cleansing of your sins. And you will be saved. That's all it takes. It is so simple, my friend, but it is the most important thing that you can ever do in your life. Now, as we move forward, I want to look at the assurances given by Christ of the gift of the Holy Spirit. I want to begin reading here in the Gospel of John, chapter 14. We'll be reading verse 1 as the Lord leads here. And uh, starting in verse 1, he says to his disciples, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. Listen closely to the latter part of this verse. I go to prepare a place for you. Keep that in mind. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas saith unto him, a very important question to all who are rejecting Christ. Lord, we know not whither thou goest. Listen closely. And how can we know the way? How can you know the way to heaven, sinner friend? How can you know the way to be born into the family of God? Jesus answers that question. How can you know the way to be saved? Jesus saith unto him here in John chapter 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Now, Jesus has just told him he's going away because you see, for the gift of the Spirit to happen, something else had to happen, and that was Christ's ascension. And we will see this as we go along in Scripture. Now, I want you to turn over, if you have your Bibles, to John chapter 14. We'll begin reading in verse 16. Jesus says here, And I will pray the Father, and he, <clears throat> he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he, listen, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. That those words right there, I love that. I will pray to the Father, and he shall give you another comforter. That's not another of a different kind. That another there in the, in the language there is speaking of one of the same kind, a comforter, a helper, one to come alongside, one to abide in us and abide, abide with us, one to be our helper in this life. He says and down here, and he says, uh, 
Now let's read verse 23. Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. He that loveth me keepeth not he that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings, and the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. These things have I spoken unto you, being present yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Listen to verse 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Listen, folks, right here. Let's read that again. What's the first words that Jesus spoke here in this chapter or in this this text of Scripture? He said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In verse 27, he says, what did he say? Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth give unto you, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. But I want you to pay particular attention to verse 26. But the comforter, remember that helper, and also right there, let's read verse 18 again. I will not leave you comfortless. That phrase there he is like, is saying, I will not leave you as orphans. I will not leave you alone. I will not leave you by yourself. I will come to you. Remember, being born again is to receive the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God through Christ Jesus our Lord. And as we begin to look at these assurances, we must understand that something significant had to happen. Uh, not only his death, his burial, and his resurrection, but it was per it was very significant for his ascension, because if he had not ascended, he would not have been glorified. And we will get into this in later broadcasts. But as we go along in this study, I want you to understand something. For the Holy Spirit to be sent, Christ had to be first glorified. That means he had to be restored to his glory that he had with the Father before the foundation of the world. And that had to happen before the gift of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit could be sent and before that gift could be given. But what does he say? But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Jesus said, and I will read this right quick, and I'm going to close here as the Lord leads. John chapter 16, he keeps taking us back here. John chapter 16, I want to read verse 7 on down. It says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth, and this is another assurance of the gift of the Holy Spirit and the sending of the Holy Spirit at his departure and his ascension into heaven. He says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient, very important that I, for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter, 
Remember who he said the comforter was, and we said he's our helper. He's the one that comes alongside. Remember the spiritual birth, the one that comes and dwells inside of us. We become his temple, the temple of God, temple of the Holy Spirit, as we will find out in Scripture. But he says, nevertheless, expedient for you that I go away, for if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he has come, he will reprove. He will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they believe not on me. Of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. Folks, remember what the word of God has already told us about Jesus. Remember what Jesus said to Nicodemus. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. These assurances of the gift of the Spirit are significant. Now, Jesus is saying right here, he's beginning to tell his disciples that the Holy Spirit, the presence of God is going to dwell in his people, in his people. But you must first be born again, born of the Spirit by placing your faith in Christ, repenting of your sins and placing your faith in Christ. Remember, he said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. Remember, he assures us and he begins to assure us here of the gift of the Spirit. And as we go along here, we will see that his ascension to heaven and his glorification with the Father was essential for the gift of the Spirit and the assurance of the Spirit to come to life in our lives. Thank you for joining me today, and I look forward to the next time that we can share in a word from the Word of God. God bless.